What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Fit for Life with Julie and Ross. Hey, team. Today, we are going to be answering a DM that I received last week, and it was essentially someone reaching out to me asking how I handle dealing with comparison and comparing myself to people online. So I thought this would be a really good topic to talk about. Yeah, it's definitely something interesting, and it's something that uh, I personally haven't had too much experience with, so... I'm going to let Anne Julie take the lead on this one and I'll ask questions and, and learn a lot along with you guys too. Awesome. Thanks, Ross. Yeah, so I do feel like this is kind of more of, a, I guess, female-based question than I get in the DMs. I do find that a lot of men don't seem to struggle with this and I almost wonder if it's something to do with the way, say, men live their lives in terms of Ross doesn't spend a lot of time on social media, which is a complete flip side of myself and I'm sure a lot of you. So one of my favorite quotes, if you've been following me for a long time, you'll know it is, comparison is the thief of all joy. The point of this is that if you're comparing yourself to other other people, whether it be your friends, family, people online, strangers on the internet, you know, you're never going to truly feel happy. So stop comparing yourself to others. And it's easier said than done, especially with the world of social media being such a highlight reel of, you know, fast cars, lean cores, big businesses, and seemingly perfect relationships with, you know, people flaunting the newest handbags and outfits. It really comes down to a perspective shift. I don't look at people doing well as a challenge or a competition. I merely look at them inspired by the fact that what they've accomplished is actually possible. So it's really important to understand that there is a huge difference in energy and outcome between seeing other people's success and using using that vision to inspire you versus beating yourself up because you're not where they are. And the way that I perceive everyone else out there that's absolutely killing it, whether it's fitness, business, relationships, is that, you know what, they're doing it, I can too. And I kind of have that growth mindset that I can learn how to get to where they are. So there are some positive effects of comparison. Some of them might be that, you know, you have that feeling and a belief that there's something greater and more rewarding out out there because you've seen someone else achieve what you want to. It's also a good way to know that there's a clear pathway to success because you have a role model that maybe you can follow on Instagram that's 10 steps ahead of you doing exactly where you want to be, like they're doing exactly what you want to do so you know that's possible. And then also there's more positive growth in you because witnessing someone else's expansion reminds you that you have what it takes too to achieve that same outcome or accomplishment or something greater. So I really want you to if you are going to be comparing yourself to anyone else, be doing it in a positive way. If you find that, you know, you're comparing yourself to other people and you're feeling worthless, you're feeling, you know, demoralized and you're unable to get what you want or you think that you deserve and you resent others for what they have, then this podcast is definitely for you. It is time to stop comparing or at least shift your approach to comparison. Gosh, that was a lot of talking. Russ is sitting beside me nodding his head. I think he's going to learn a little bit in this podcast. I feel like I will be talking quite a bit through it, but essentially what I wanted to say is that we all have such unique lives and bodies and that we're all at different stages of our journeys regardless of age there's no point comparing your chapter one to someone else's chapter 21 and another quote I heard was about how roses and sunflowers are both you know beautiful but they're totally different there's no comparison between them and that's the same as you your friends and everyone else you see on social media awesome anything to add to that no I think that's really interesting and 
And if someone's in that sort of space where they are comparing themselves to other people in a negative way, um, what could they do? So how could you um, perhaps flip that on, on, on its head and you said that all the positives that there can be from, from comparing, whether it's you know like learning that a certain way can be done and things like that. How, how do you get into that positive area as opposed to being in that negative space? Definitely. Great question, Ross. So there's a few different things in regards to how you can actually, you know, apply practical tips to stopping this. What I think would be better for me to answer first is actually just to explain comparison a little bit more. And then I think, yeah, I'll come up with about three tips to help you guys expand your self-love and self-acceptance. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is social comparison theory. So this is two types of outlook on the external world. There's upward social comparison. This means that you're comparing yourself to people you might consider as superior or people that have the positive characteristics you say might like. So it's comparing to someone on social media you think is pretty much better than you. And the flip side of that is downward social comparison. So that's comparing yourself with people you might consider as kind of inferior to you. Someone that maybe has negative characteristics. So it might be that, you know, you're walking past someone on the street and you just make a flash judgment of them thinking that they're less than you. And that's the downward social comparison. So social comparison really impacts your self-esteem. Upward social comparison can have a positive impact because it can serve as an inspirational goal for the kind of person you want to be however our mind does have a tendency to focus on the more negative and the things that you're lacking which is known as the brain negativity bias this has a really negative impact on people's evaluation of themselves in comparisons to others. So what this means is, you know what, if I'm looking at someone on social media and I'm thinking, wow, you know, their body, their business, their mind is so inspiring, that would be a positive way to view it. But most people's minds will flip to the negative and you might think like, oh my God, she's so beautiful, but I look like X, Y, Z and I'll never get there. I'll never look like that. Our minds are just hardwired to go to that more negative I guess negative view of things and social media has really increased the upward social comparison because it's such a highlight reel like you'll always see the perfect photo not the hundreds of photos that were deleted or maybe you don't see the argument with the best friend or the boyfriend because they couldn't get the right angle and they couldn't get that you know perfect photo and there was actually a study done in 2014 researching the impact of social comparison on Facebook users of course this was a long time ago I actually think it would have gotten worse with things like TikTok and Instagram, but some of the conclusions were found that people tend to believe that other social media users have better lives than they do. After being exposed to upward social comparison, people had a poorer state of self-esteem and gave themselves lower evaluations. On the other hand, downward social comparison did not seem to impact self-esteem. So in short, we tend to see the grass as much greener on the other side. And I mean, I personally have been guilty of this as well. I've looked on you know, Instagram in the past and thought like, oh my gosh, she looks so amazing. Like I can never look like that and compared you know, my abs to theirs or if you're looking at competing and you're looking at other competitors online, it's really hard to kind of switch that, I guess, negative self-talk off. And by comparing yourself to other people online, it can really impact your perception of yourself. So another interesting point I found when researching all of this is that interestingly, making a downward social comparison, so comparing yourself to someone that you might think is less than you, doesn't actually improve your overall well-being. So in short, comparing yourselves upwards or downwards in a negative way isn't necessarily going to be beneficial. 
So back to Ross's question after all that talking, he said, you know, how can someone actually stop comparing themselves and work on this? So I did want to give you three practical tips. The first, actually pre-tip, a tip that everyone often says, and I've said this to people before, is to unfollow any accounts on social media that make you feel less than amazing. Uh, this could be, you know, those typical model pages that you follow that don't add any value to you other than just a really pretty person on your feed. So unfollow any accounts on social media that might trigger you. But I actually want to give you practical tips that you can apply in your everyday life, especially if social media isn't your main source of comparison. So the first thing I want to say is gain awareness of your thoughts. You really can't stop those thoughts if you're not aware of what they are. So the moment you begin to feel yourself heading down the path of comparison, literally say stop out loud. Begin to gain awareness of each harsh and judgmental thought you have on yourself in comparison to others. Physically saying stop out loud can really help you, you know, actually stop that spiral of negative thoughts going down. Start to see more clearly when and how you judge yourself and how hard you are on yourself. For example, if you are waking up in the morning and checking the mirror or going to bed every night and checking in the mirror, seeing how bloated you are, like we all bloat after a full day of eating. So if you know that having a mirror in the bedroom is triggering to you, maybe you need to move that mirror out or If you're finding that the scales are really triggering for you, maybe it's best that you take the batteries out of the scale and put them away. Every time you recognize any kind of a self-hating thought or a comparison type thought coming into your head, really just let it go. Just think, you know what, there's another thought, I'm just going to let it go. I hope that kind of makes sense. Next up, recognize the underlying message of those thoughts. So once you feel that you can pass the negativity of the thoughts, I want you to really dig deeper into what it is that's particularly triggering you. How can you grow from these thoughts? Try and understand what you feel you're missing and why. For example, if, you know, someone has lost a lot of fat and they're slaying their goals, you know, a classic example, maybe you see someone on the Angelie Fit Squad absolutely killing their goals and you're like, oh, I want to do that. Like, oh, it's so annoying. You know, you have all these negative comparison thoughts coming through your head. Why is it triggering you? Is it because you're not on track? Is it that you want to lose fat, but every day you're not aligning your actions to your goals? If so, get a proper plan in place to turn things around. I thought of a few examples for this because I want to make it outside of fitness as well. If someone's relationship online looks better than yours, instead of comparing to that, what can you do different in your relationship? Is something missing? Maybe it's more quality time. Maybe you need to plan a date night or a picnic instead of going down that negative spiral, you know, comparing your relationship to theirs. And another example, because who doesn't love good examples, if someone's business or social media is growing faster than yours, is it that maybe you're spending more time watching Netflix instead of connecting with clients and creating content that adds value? Really have a think about the underlying messages of, I guess, the negative thoughts you're having and then try and come up with a solution to how you can kind of overcome those. Last tip, number three. Feel gratitude for where you are and what you have right now. Switch your energy from judgment, criticism, and scarcity to love, praise, and gratitude for the person you are and the people and the things you have in your life today. I know this sounds cheesy, but there is so much research behind the power of gratitude. I'm a big fan of it. And 
it's not just about making a mental list. I truly don't think that that's enough. Write down three things every morning and truly feel it in your body, a sense of gratitude, all the things you're grateful for. It could be as little as, you know, one of Ross's favorite things when we were in Hawaii was uh, having a cup of coffee on the balcony overlooking the ocean. Like, you know, how beautiful and simple is that? For me, it might be going for the walks with Ross in the morning, um, which we're doing every day in lockdown. If it stays at a mental level, I truly don't think it will change you. Each morning and night, just try and wake up and go to sleep feeling the things you're truly grateful for. In the past, I literally could be so moved by gratitude that I would get tears just, you know, being so happy with where I um, am in life. So recently with lockdown, it has been a bit hard but there's so many things to look forward to and be grateful for. Sometimes you just have to remind yourself of those things. Wow, that was a lot of talking. <laughs> Russ is just smiling and nodding next to me. He's really t- letting me take the lead on this because as you can tell, I'm super passionate about this. So for those of you that are still listening and you're like, you know what, uh, I'm really struggling with this, please go back and listen to this. Take some notes and you know, list those three things that I've mentioned. Gain awareness of your thoughts, physically say stop, recognize the underlying messages and get a plan and a solution to help overcome them use gratitude each day. And I also found a really cool mantra online. I'll put it in the show notes for you so that you can screenshot it and refer back to it when you need. I want you to say every single day when you wake up, but also live it and mean it. So I am on the right track and I am on my own unique path to building a life and career I love and I am proud of. I am not behind. I'm exactly where I need to be, learning and growing all the time. Now, it's well and good for me to put that up and you to say that every day, but you truly have to live it and mean it. And what I mean by this is you can't say that I'm exactly where I need to be learning and growing all the time if you're actually not doing the things to learn and grow all the time. So like Ross and I have said many times before, nothing changes if nothing changes. So if you do find yourself comparing yourself to other people and you're not where you want to be, then something does need to change and you actually do need to be investing time into bettering yourself, whether that's, you know, listening to motivational speeches, listening to podcasts like this, uh, maybe it's reading self-development books. You totally can get to where you want to be, but it will take hard work and comparing yourself to anyone else and negatively judging yourself will not speed up the process. Trust me, there are plenty of people out there looking to knock you down and you don't need to be one of those people knocking yourselves down. Wow. I feel like I just dropped a lot. Russ, you got no questions? Nothing? No, I just think it's it's um, it's quite important that if you're looking at things that aren't making you feel good, uh, that impacting your mental well-being, that you put steps in place to look after yourselves because, um, you know, there are there are a number of things that we can be doing to be looking after our own well-being and uh, one is definitely, you know, spending less time on things that make us unhappy. So, you know, if you are spending lots of time on social media and it's not, um, you know, serving you, then uh, it's a good idea to take a break and, and, you know, do things that do make you feel good about yourself. So, you know, connecting with people that you love, um, doing, you know, physical activity because it has a great um, benefit on our, our our mood if we're looking at the increase in endorphins and things like that. You know, eating um, nutritious foods because that has an impact on the biochemistry of the brain. Um, you know, making sure we are actually practicing self-care and actually taking care of our mental well-being in the first place. Um, and then if you're still, uh, you know, comparing yourself to, to others, then look at some of those tips that Andrew um, was talked about. Um, but yeah, again, things even as simple as uh, looking at positive emotions. How can you uh, include more positive emotions in your day? Like like Andrew said, is, is it gratitude? Is it, you know, including more humor or joy or 
you know is it listing your accomplishments to to recognize all the good things that you are good at in your life and again just i guess developing that perspective around you know all the good things that are happening uh, again that, that can really just help with our overall well-being i think that's a really good like a whole lot of really good tips but one thing you mentioned in there is keeping note of things that you're really good at having a little success bank you know it literally might be a piece of paper in your diary or your journal things that you're really good at and your successes your accomplishments because so often people can list their failures off the top of their head they can remember every time they've you know made a mistake or done something they shouldn't have done but how many of you can actually list the things that you've done really well the things that you are doing really well the things that you love about yourself i think it is really important to keep note of the things that you know you're proud of on your fitness journey but also in your everyday life as well so yeah great tips Ross yeah and and there are a number of well-being models out there that you can follow to look after your own um, mental well-being Uh, one is five ways to well-being which is a UK-based model Um, but that's really helpful if you're in New Zealand there's the Tafari Tapafa model which is uh, a Māori holistic health model which can be really helpful as well for your overall well-being so have a look into those if you're finding yourself um, not in the best space and they can they can really help and um, you know, if you are struggling with your own mental health, then reach out to a, a GP to discuss it. Definitely. Awesome. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I hope it helps you in some way or another. As always, if you do enjoy it, please remember to take a screenshot and share it on your stories. We'll catch you in the next one. See you in the next one.